Rugby Wrap-Up brought to you in part by Sheehy Auto Stores. It's easy at Sheehy. The Pig and Whistle, the world's best rugby pump. And Lean and Limber, stretching your way to a healthier lifestyle. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to The Rugby Odds, starring former WWE champion John Bradshaw Layfield. God's gift to rugby, gift a Beilu of the Gift Time Rugby Network, and featured guest. Hello again. Good to see you. So the drill is I... Do the brief look, look back, it's easy for me to say, while my colleagues, WWE legend John Bradshaw Layfield and rugby's gift to mankind, Gift A. Bailu, faff and do absolutely nothing in the green room. And then I bring them back in and they do less on camera. With that said, let's take a brief look back before we look forward. The Arrows of Toronto, Ontario, Canada were hosting only their second home game in Toronto in over a thousand days, welcoming in Old Glory, D.C. The hometown Arrows were favored by four points and almost didn't cover and almost didn't win, but unfortunately for the team from the District of Columbia, almost only works in horseshoes and hand grenades. The Arrows stay alive in the postseason hunt, winning 32 to 27 and covered the spread by a feather, making me look smarter than the rest of the panel. The New England Free Jacks, the juggernaut of the 2022 Major League Rugby campaign, welcomed in the Seattle Seawolves who are up and down, and this one did not disappoint. In Quincy, Massachusetts, New England were favored by six points at home and looked like they were on their way to cover that spread easily with some nifty play, run support, and great passes. But Seattle came roaring back and may have won this match had Balakana's second try not been allowed as it looked like he was knocked into touch by Matthew Drew Turner, who scored an excellent try of his own. New England holds on for dear life. 24-22 and does not cover the spread. Atlanta went into the gold mine in New Orleans and it was the visitors favored by eight points on the road. In a curious artistic choice, Nola chose the sepia filter effect on the cell phones they seem to have been shooting this match with and it was all literally and figuratively gold as the home team got the first try with their scrum half running away from the posts to touch it down to make the conversion that much more difficult. It was anyone's match at 2017 before the Rattlers started striking and slithered to a lopsided 34-17 win. Atlanta covers the eight-point spread. The Houston Sabercats welcomed in Texas rival the Dallas Jackals who were howling mad at not having won a game this season. Houston favored by 10 and it was the Jackals who were leading 6-5 until the 36th minute when Danny Barrett, yes that man Danny Barrett, took things into his own hands and scored the go-ahead try. Houston never looked back and wins easily at home covering the spread 31-6. The San Diego Legion were hometown underdogs as the Austin Gilgronies were giving them six. But it was the Legion that had leads of 8-3, and then 18-10, and then 21-18, but Austin proved too much behind Hugh Roach, Mac Mason, and New York City native Chris Matina. Adding insult to injury, the game ended on a Joe Peterson knock-on. Pigs were definitely flying off the sports deck in San Diego on Sunday. The final match of the weekend was the big market blockbuster between the Los Angeles Giltinis and Rugby New York. 
Los Angeles at home at the Coliseum was giving four points. This was a match that had many eyes watching and boy oh boy did the home team make a statement. It was but a 12-0 game, 33 minutes in, but the Giltini's cup runneth over, as were their tries. They were spilling like martinis on Billy Meek's surfboard. The resounding result, Los Angeles obliterated the points they were giving in a 43-0 whitewashing of Rugby New York. Whew. All right, we got to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Looking for your next vehicle? With Sheehy's Easy Search, choose from over 3,000 new and used vehicles. Shop, trade, or buy online or in-store. We make it easy with our award-winning service. It's easy at Sheehy. If you're in New York City and want to watch some great rugby, have some great food, and some great times, go to the world's best rugby pub, The Pig & Whistle, on West 36th Street. All right, guys, welcome. Of course, it's WWE legend John Bradshaw Layfield and rugby's gift to mankind, Gift A. Bailu. Gift, where where do we find you this today? Uh, I am uh, currently in Sao Paulo, Brazil. Ah... Getting, getting, a little, getting a little work with the U.S. government or something. Nation got a hit. Jesus Christ, that's Jason Bourne. All right, we're, we're going to get back to what you actually do for a living in a little bit. But, uh, John, you just go around winning belts. I do. I win championships. I win titles. That's what I do. That's what you do. And I won, I won, which is in dispute right now because of you, Matt McCarthy. I won the pitch contest last week. I was four and two. No, you weren't. You were three and three. And let me explain something, ladies and gentlemen. John seems to think that the Toronto Old Glory game, he thinks he won. Let me explain to you, John. The spread was four points, and Toronto won by five. So it there was, was only five, one. five and a half. No, That's, not. Right there is what I had to say to you. <laughs> Sticks and stones and flipping the bird on a cell phone will not hurt me, okay? So just stick that in your pipe and smoke it. You lost. The only one that won that match was me. I was the only one that picked Toronto. The three of you picked Old Glory. So you picked against Nate. Yeah. Picked against Nate. I follow the money. I follow the money. But guys, we're going to go right into it because we don't have time as Gift is fleeing the authorities in Sao Paulo, Brazil. Gift, I don't want to ask you if you're doing anything illegal. How much are you doing illegal? (laughs) Yeah, what percentage of it? If If I have to say something, I might incriminate you. I don't want to put you in any trouble. I like you, John. Now, Matt, let me tell you how much of a percentage. <laughs> we'll, we'll get we'll get clicks for it, right? So that's all that matters. All right. Good Friday night lights. That's right. Friday night. All glory in D.C., John. Just down the street from you. You have no excuse not to go to this match on Friday night versus the Utah Warriors, but it's the Road Warriors minus three, John. I do have an excuse. I've got to be in Indianapolis. So I'm going to be in Indianapolis, so I'm going to miss the game. But I, I, I am picking the team this Wednesday. All right. In case you didn't know, I can get blood from a turnip and I make lightning strikes twice. Rumble, young man, rumble. Oh! So I'm picking the team. Nate's coaching the team. Gifts should be hosting. Old Glory wins. I'm perspiring right now because I'm going to be in Indianapolis Friday night calling this match. Oh, no, no, <laughs> no, uh, no. Oh, oh, doctor. But we'll talk about that later on. Hey, yeah, this, is, this is like me with me with Matt. He's like, right yeah. here, here's that, here's that. Just, just, just try, and, try, try and get it, try and get it out of there. Just, uh. What do you mean? Because I'm helpful? 
because I'm helpful. <laughs> Gift, what's your take on this? The, the Road Warriors, Utah, the Mountain People, minus three over Old Glory. Nate needed a day. Needed a day to get Old Glory competitive. He needed a second day to be able to get them within bounds. This is going to be the day that they finally get the win to Old Glory with the points. I will use the time. We will use this time. He just need, he just needs a kicker. Yeah. If he had a kicker, if he had a kicker, they win the last two weeks. Yeah, we to kick. New York had the same tries as Toronto. Just needs a kicker. All right. Okay, I'm not available because I'll be doing the game in. I'll be doing that game from Indianapolis, uh, so I can't be the kicker. But, gosh darn it, with my Sheehy Auto Stores Volkswagen Taos 22 version, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Sheehy Auto Stores and All Glory getting their first win of the season. Yeah, and yeah! you're the only one. You're the only one that picked against Nate and Paul Sheehy last week. Who was the only one that was right? <laughs> Thank you. Next question. Toronto hosting New Orleans. Nola. Go- oh, Gift, this is going to be torture for you because it's Toronto minus four at home. Third consecutive home game for Toronto, John, in over a thousand days. Two things happened last week. Nola did not look very good, and Atlanta looked very good. So I don't know which one was more of the other, but I think Nala is not that good a team this year, and I think they're going up to Toronto. Toronto's a decent team. I think Toronto rolls them boys. Oh, so now you're kissing Canada's ass. No, I'm picking a winner, dummy. And it's not like like I dislike an entire country, okay? Unlike you with your butterfly John Travolta collar. (laughs) This is my Giltini's look, man. They they won me over, bro. Come on, babe. You're with me. Come on, yeah. Cool cats. We're cool cats. Gift, how are you going to pick this match? How are you going to look yourself in the mirror and pick New Orleans when you know they're going to lose in Chirana? So you know what? You know what I found? New Orleans has done solidly okay on the road. Solidly okay. <laughs> and, 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 you know, last week, you know, even though it was a home game and a rivalry game and it should have been. God, I Look, I'm I'm gonna go with New Orleans. I, I do it tepidly. It's just I don't I don't I don't I can't in I can't root for Canada over New Orleans, but it's, you know, we'll just, New Orleans New Orleans is gonna get the points. New Orleans is gonna get this. Let's go on All the right. road. Okay, show out on the road. Let's go. I'll take it. Toronto at home minus the four points. John, that's Toronto minus four points. Sound familiar, I know exactly John? what he is. And last week, sound familiar, Old John? Glory won, and you, your crooked no. sports book, screwed me. John, <laughs> that is salacious and libelous, and I will have your balls on a platter. Okay? Thank you. <laughs> My balls on a platter? Next one, Seattle. John, John next one up, Seattle. Seattle, Seattle hosting Seattle. San Diego. Two Seattle. teams that are having Seattle. a hard time with their identity, but if it's Seattle... It's Seattle, but it's San Diego going up there as road favorites. And they it's Seattle, it's San Diego minus three. Easy for me to say. Yeah, it's basically a toss-up uh, with a little bit of lean toward the f- road team. I, I think well-deserved. Uh, look, Austin went down and rolled them boys in San Diego, just like I said. And, and also, here's what I think about Seattle. Seattle, Seattle did a great job with breakdowns and with their set pieces. They just don't make mistakes. I think they're a really well-coached team. Uh, I think they got a good home field advantage. But despite all that, I think that San Diego is a little better team. And I think they're going to win this game. This is a tough one to pick, Gift. Again, it's San Diego, the road team, as the favorite. They are minus three against the 
the broccoli people. Yeah, look, you know, San Diego has not been that impressive to me all season. They but they seem to lose when they're supposed to win and barely win whenever they're supposed to dominate. But Seattle's done basically the same thing. But in this situation, I think Seattle's going to end up taking a, taking the home advantage. They need the power of broccoli and how much people don't like it to their advantage. And uh, they're going to get the they get the win on this one. San Diego is really banged up. They're really injured. It's deja vu all over again. Nate Augsburger, he's out. Uh, Will Hooley, the fly half, was out forcing Peterson to step in at 10. Not like it's a drop-off, but... They have not had their team on paper all year. Nanu finally comes back. He steamrolls somebody into the try zone. Not enough. They were try. They were try away from tying it up, and then they let up the go-ahead try by New York City's own Chris Matina, who put the nail in the coffin. And that might be the. It's not a death blow yet, but this loser of this match is going to be out of the playoffs. Playoffs. So I think Seattle at home healthier than San Diego, wins this game. You're welcome, Adrian Balfour. Next one up, the Giltinis versus Houston. Oof. L.A. minus seven at home. Yikes. John. Houston plays great defense. They had an easy game last week, but so did the Giltinis, which is surprising because they're playing a really good uh, rugby New York team. But they absolutely rolled them boys. That was impressive. They could have scored just about as much as they wanted, it looked like. That was they so ever since they went up to Seattle in that black hole up there, they have been playing amazing. They are a complete different team than they are from the beginning of the year. Houston is a little bit as well, uh, but I think that the Giltini seven is not near enough. Giltinis are gonna are gonna beat the God bless Texas boys in the Coliseum. Whoa, whoa, you hear that, Texas? Turncoat Layfield. How about that for a new character? No, I'm wearing a Texas jersey because I'm born and bred Texas, and one day I'll be born and dead Texas. Right there in the middle of a great state. Benjamin Arnold Layfield, ladies and gentlemen. There he is. Sam Houston rolling in his grave. And by the way, you've got to come through customs into Texas. You will get revoked and sent back. Customs into Texas. I I go to Texas uh, pretty often. They don't know that you're there. I'm letting right. them know that you're there. All right. Almost all you got to they're gonna put this 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 up at the at the customs booth, and when they see this comes walking through like this, like this, they're gonna, they're gonna go, bam, 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 bam. That's what they're gift, gonna do. Gift. They're gonna this Will is... Smith your bald ass out of the great state of Texas. Welcome to Earth. All right. Okay. All right. Well, let's get back to the business of business here, uh, Gift. Who do you got? The Giltinis? Because I know you love Los Angeles, but you're not a big fan of Houston this season, are you? Uh, I've picked for Houston more times than I have in the entire, well, I guess two years that we've done this. But in this situation, I think John's correct. Like, ever since they came off of their break and finally found a way to synchronize again, L.A. started just getting on the roll and finding themselves again as a cohesive unit as opposed to a team full of individual action stars, to say the least. I'm looking at L.A. to completely wash this game. Houston just doesn't play well against teams that are actually meant to take them over the top. They beat Dallas teams and New Orleans teams, but not the Austin teams and not the L.A. teams. So L.A. take this one with the points. Okay. Mike Tolkien was doing the color commentary on the match, and he pointed out that Stephen Hoyles, the, co- the head coach, said to the guys, John, around that time, the Seattle match, we have to treat every single match like it's a grand final. That and the fact that the guys are starting to gel and mesh, which they didn't have that, that month-long vacation in Maui 
prior to the season like they had last year. And they've had injuries they've had to deal with, but the players that they have are now gelling. I say take Los Angeles the rest of the season. I'm going with the Giltinis. That's why I'm wearing these colors, because they beat my boys from New York, and I got to give them a little nod of respect. Is that why you're wearing that butterfly collar that wasn't in fashion in 1972? <laughs> Every, if you wear something long enough, it comes back in style. And I am, if you haven't guessed, a trendsetter, John. I am Trey Chic. You look like a turtle that is stuck out of one of Al Pacino's suits. From his movie, not real Al Pacino, but like Al Pacino when he's playing like the Godfather or something. He like then a turtle sticks its head out. It's bald and not that good looking, and that's what you look like. We'll stay with you. You're it's Texas. It's all Texas. Yeah, Texas, Texas, John. You got the Texas Derby. You got Dallas welcoming in Austin, who is now firing on all cylinders, and it's the spread. Austin minus seventeen. It could be thirty-seven, and I don't think it's enough. Look, the the same with the Giltinis. The Gilgronis are doing the same thing. They are attacking the field vertically, and they are impressive when they get to running, and they just can't be stopped. Dallas does not have the ability to stop. Look at Dallas last week against uh, Houston. They played pretty well, 15, 20 minutes. They don't have any depth, and. Austin has more depth than Houston does. Austin is going to absolutely destroy Dallas. It's a shame. I want Dallas to win. I want Dallas to do well, but they are off to a pretty rough start, and it doesn't look like it's going to get any better this year. Gift, I know you hate Texas, so what are you going to do? What? This, this absolute slander, this fake news, this this watch, this CNN, NBC, Fox News nonsense that you are spitting out here, there's been only consistent hate for Atlanta, for Canada, for California, but there's never been hate for Texas. We're neighbors. Oh, sorry. We are neighbors. <laughs> sorry. Is it? I thought you maybe hated Dallas more than Houston. Which out of those two do you hate more? He doesn't hate either one of them. Don't neither. try to trick him oh. into doing nothing. Look at this trying to create division. That's how they started. They create division first and then try and take over from there. Yeah. See? We don't. Yeah. We are, we are neighbors. We are pals. And we don't like turtles that are in Al Pacino's suit. You got little <laughs> gift if, gift. Have you ever seen Game of Thrones? Because you got little finger Layfield over there, who's riding up behind. He's riding every fence How about out you there. Little finger that. All right, please. Let's act like professionals. Gift, can you give us your pick? It's Austin minus seventeen on the road in Dallas. Looky here. You said something that was very incorrect. You said that Austin is just getting back on. Is getting on a roll again on fire. Austin has been on fire, but for two games. Two games where they slipped up and just were so they, they went cold. Them. They went cold they went, in two games. They, so now they, they, they you let him finish. Cooled. They cooled. They never went cold. They just cooled a little bit. And what happened? They came back with the fire. And look, this is not the game. Austin's about to do the sweep. Austin is going to win the Texas Cup. They're going to continue their sweep. Unfortunately, Dallas does not have the time, the depth, the 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 the, the manpower, the capability right now to be able to be competitive. Austin continuing their fire, not ever being cold, merely being a little lukewarm as they continue on and taking the 17 points and then some from there. Because you put the proper terminology to the people. Hatred for Texas. Look at it. Who's the little finger here? Who's the little finger? <laughs> I'm blatantly saying what I think. And John is riding both sides of the fence and he has got his no, head not. so that far up neighbor. your blank. That is my pal. And we happen to not like you. I'm going to lay the 17. I think John's right. This is the first time all season that I'm going to agree with him on something. Um, yeah, it's going to be a, it's going to be bad. Sorry, Dallas. It's not, it's not your week. It's not your season. You got a lot going on. 
but it's going to be Austin by a lot. Let's take a quick break and come back with final thoughts. We'll be right back. Been blind since I was four. And I've never seen a beer commercial or a beer label. None of that stuff influences me. I drink beer because of the taste. And my beer is Pabst Blue Ribbon. It has the taste and the flavor. What do you think is on the label? I think there's a, a naked woman riding on a unicorn, jumping over fire. Oh, that's good beer. sure to check out our bonus interview with San Diego Legion and Team USA star Will Hooley. And we are back. John Bradshaw Layfield and Gifte Bailu with Matt McCarthy. John, final thoughts. I'm blown away by two teams, uh, the Gilgronis and the Giltinis. And those guys just look like they are better than everybody else. I think Atlanta's a good team. New York's a good team. The Free Jackals are a good team. They had some problems with some discipline uh, against Seattle. But I think those two teams have stepped it up, and they are playing at a different level than everybody else. Like, you know, all the Free Jacks do is keep winning six games in a row, eight and one on the season. They'd be nine and oh if that try that was held up, allegedly held up against the Giltinis in Los Angeles was called a try, and the players are still swearing that that was a try, and I don't disagree with them. Gift. Look, outside of the nonsense slander that you put out there, I actually am in the same battle. Like, it's very interesting to see what who's coming out of this. Uh, New York, New England, the, and uh, the Gills, the, the, the Gill twins, I like to just say, because I, I refuse to say their full names, are, are absolutely killing it. It's going to be interesting to see how this all ends, but uh, <laughs> this West... This West Side changeover is going to be uh, uniquely interesting. I'm looking forward to the Austin Guild, Austin version of the Gills to take over this one. The Austin version of the Gills. So he's got the t- it's the tale of two Gills. Uh, I think New England keeps getting disrespected. They just like everybody's ignoring them. They are eight and one. They have the best record in in the league. The the West is beaten up on each other. They're all having a hard time. It's like you know it's tough to figure. It is now now New York's got to figure out who they are after they got walloped in Los Angeles. Um, Look at what Seattle did to them. I mean, Seattle, they they had, they they had turnovers on different uh, breakdowns. They weren't good at uh, line outs at the scrum. I mean, Seattle beat them at the intangibles. I think they're the free Jacks beat them on by, by talent. I mean, they beat them by talent, but not by, to me, better discipline. And that, that worries me when they start playing better teams. Maybe it's because they're playing a team they knew they could beat. I, I don't know that, but it worries you when they play somebody like the, one of the Gill twins. I think they like they, they, they can win ugly, and, and they play that style of rugby. But also, Seattle's not a bad team. They've got a good good lineup on paper. Oh, much credit to Seattle. Uh, Seattle beat them at the intangibles. I mean, they're a very well-disciplined, very well-coached team. All right. On that note, I want to thank Mr. Gifte Bailu, Rugby's Gift to Mankind, and John Bradshaw Layfield, the WWE legend, who I am going to beat like a wounded frog when I see him the next time. What do you got against frogs, and why is a frog wounded? Thank you for tuning in, ladies and gentlemen, but please check out our other segments, including our Major League Rugby Highlights and Opinion show with Brian Power and Dan... Dan Power and Brian Ray and our college rugby wrap up. And please hit that subscribe button and please sign up for our weekly newsletter. And please, please, please join our American Red Cross blood donor team. Stupid. Dumbest analogy I've ever heard.